Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Drunk Women will be downing Prosecco at this year's Edinburgh Fringe. You can see them from the 3rd to the 11th of August, inclusive 7.20pm at the Underbelly Bristow Square. Tickets are now on sale at underbellyedinburgh.co.uk. Drunk Women Solving Crime. My name's Katie Wilkins and I'm an author and comedian. I'm joined by screenwriter Hannah George. Hello. And writer-comedian Taylor Glenn. Hello. This is where Brandy meets bludgeoning, Mimosa meets misdemeanour and Port meets prostitution. It's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime. Coming up on Drunk Women Solving Crime. Wait, are the Nazis bad? <laughs> <laughs> They uh, they walked um, over seven thousand five hundred feet uh, feet or like no they walked they walked <laughs> Katie's measurements hello Sue I'm coming into Spain Sue you're gonna be there yeah so this is a lovely house you should be very proud <laughs> I don't own it Joe let's move on now it's time for drunk women solving crime. We are joined now by legendary blogger, the slummy single mummy, a.k.a. Joe Middleton. Thank you for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. Hooray. <laughs> I always say hooray and it always says a bit, it's a bit of a weird thing to hooray. say. Sorry. It's hooray, fine. Hooray. It sounds completely sincere. <laughs> it like, it is sincere. I've just... I've this this right now, I've no idea who has been sincere. <laughs> I think it's both of you, but I don't know. Well, I am in the middle of my midlife crisis, so I'm going to be just completely like sarcastic. We should have put that oh, on good. the intro. Yeah. Should, shall I redo it? <laughs> <laughs> Joining us from the middle of her midlife crisis. <laughs> it's okay. We've got gin. Yes. For any kind of crisis. Yeah, it's all good. Um, yeah. Joe, can you tell us, have you ever been the victim of a crime? Well, this was a tricky one. Ooh. Because on the one hand, I feel like I really deserve to have been a victim of crime. Okay. Over the years. Because... Like, I'm always doing things like I go on holiday and leave my windows wide open. Oh, wow. I leave the door open when I go to bed. <laughs> the front door? Yeah. I've wow. been known to do that. When I was younger, I used to go for nights out um, 
and I would spend all my taxi money, obviously, on Malibu <laughs> and pineapple juice. <laughs> and so when I wanted to get home, I would literally just stop cars in the street. <gasps> and then oh, I'd, say, I'd say like, oh, hi guys, are you rapists? And they'd be like, <gasps> no. And I'd be like, great, can you give me a lift home? Oh my so, God. Do you, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. At least you asked. Right? You're a cop, you have to tell me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where, where do you, do you live in the safest town ever? Where Where is this? No, I was just really drunk. I don't think um, right now, I think Joe should not tell us where she lives. <laughs> Check out the house with the open windows. Um, yeah, so I am surprised really that when I thought about it, I couldn't think of any kind of traditional crimes that I'd been a victim of. Can yeah. I ask you yeah. just quickly yeah. on that? Do you think that was down to, you joked it was because you were really drunk, but do you think it was naivety or did you just have a view of the world like bad things don't happen? I am very trusting. Okay. Like if people tell me something. That they're not a rapist. Yeah, then I will <laughs> genuinely believe them. So like when I watch Love Island... Um, and a new guy comes in and he's like oh i all i want i'm looking for is like true love Mm -hmm. i'll be like oh that's so sweet (laughs) i absolutely he's after a great personality wow i I just genuinely believe everything that anybody says to me okay Mm -hmm. so you're a literal person yeah, and I, because I don't. <laughs> That's really, a very polite way of putting it. <laughs> stupid. Because <laughs> I, I don't lie, and I find it really difficult to lie. Okay. So it never yeah, occurs yeah. to me that anybody else. Right. Why would a rapist lie? Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm I'm with you now. I'm up to speed. <laughs> I know it's stupid, but like it genuinely, it's not even like I consider it as an option and discount right. it. It just wow. does not occur to me. I. It's like just default. Everybody's telling the truth about everything. That's. I mean, also, it must be slightly um, unsettling. Like, what's the word? Dis- disarming to that. Like, it almost looks like a double bluff or something. Like, <laughs> is well, there a catch? Like, can I rape you? They, they, like, <laughs> like, but like, but you know, like you've left your windows open, so you they'd be like, well, they're obviously <laughs> home. Or <laughs> nope, that's your teaser now. <laughs> <laughs> but we're like, well, they must be home. They've left. That's a trap. I'm not going to rob them. They've they've obviously got oh. a camera or a dog. Why have they left their window open? And like yeah. the same with the ta- they maybe they're like oh shit just well she wouldn't if, she wouldn't if be that you asked me am i a rapist with that smile that you just gave i'd be like she's a fucking serial killer <laughs> <laughs> there's no i'm not letting her in the car <laughs> yeah so <laughs> so no like i've never been mugged i've never been burgled i've never been wow like wow. never had anything like that happen i've not even had like credit card fraud or anything the only wow. thing that i can think of that's like vaguely even criminal and probably doesn't count is that i've had this like really persistent um spammer for like <laughs> <laughs> seven or eight years wow wow, wow. i don't I mean, even know if that counts a relationship uh, yeah. now I that's mean, like a common law spam marriage it's a stalker now yeah how do you know it's the same is it the same is I it think somebody actually writing like it so it's not like a um penis enlargement thing right it's yeah, so actually it's, somebody so it's writing somebody who leaves and i'm almost reluctant to talk about it because i never reply and i never talk about it because i just think it's attention seeking and right. so i don't but oh. it's basically somebody who leaves comments on my blog Oh. Um, ah. And they're all in a similar vein. Ooh. And they're always in capitals, so you know they mean business. Oh, wow. <laughs> like they're shouting. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they've just done it for years. And I think we need to tell this person to fuck off. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, we am am I going in too harsh? Well, do, you, do you moderate your blog? Could you leave yeah, them? Yeah, so I didn't or... used to. So, I, did, I used to just have co- comments publish. But now you have to approve so them. So now I have. So approval thing. do you deny them or do you let them on? No, so I just block you, them because they're literally oh, okay. like, like, like literally nonsense. Right. And I don't know if it's someone who knows me or someone who doesn't no. know me. I've tried like tracing the IP address, but oh, it's yeah. they put it through one of those like blocking oh. things. Oh. They well, use that's a fake creepy, email. Actually. Yeah. What sort of messages? Oh, okay. So it's Cuz really... I jumped to the we need the person to fuck off. Maybe okay. I was hasty. So it's really weird stuff. So I feel like if it was someone that knew me, they would know 
what stuff to target like they know to say things like your writing is like got really bad grammar or <laughs> like you're really unfunny or like they okay. know like, the stuff that, that would, would get to that me. would hurt you your actual buttons but instead they say things like oh like you've got really fine hair <laughs> or um or they make comments about my weight. Oh, oh yeah, God. no, fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. what we can say. Or, or, they, or they're person. like, oh, you're such like a corporate commercial whore selling yourself out for brands. Oh, my God. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm selling myself out for brands. That's how I pay my mortgage. Like, what? That's <laughs> yeah. a compliment. This is a um, job. So it's kind of weird. That is weird. But it's been going on a long time. They don't do it, like, very often now. It used okay. to be quite intense. Huh. Have you ever um, reported it? No, because I don't know what that could be done because it's all yeah, through like, this sort of anonymous What's the line? Because that's sort thing. of, that's harassment, really. Mm. Yeah, I think it would yeah. be under harassment. But I don't know how you trace somebody who has gone to those lengths yeah. to make mm. themselves untraceable. I with was a, with we'd... an unblocker program. Oh, oh, I'm, making, I'm making this up, but it must exist. <laughs> yeah. It must exist. Also, I don't actually care. You don't like, care that much. Yeah. Right. So... You know, yeah, like right. they can say those things, and I might laugh or ignore it, and that's kind of yeah, as, as much as it ever impacts me. But that was that was the only thing I could think of, and I thought, God, I've got to forty one. Like you think at least I'd have been mugged once. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> a not... rite of passage. <laughs> I, I actually just had some drinks with a couple of people before we came here, and I was telling them about this, and and the guy's like, "Do you want me to mug you on your way?" <laughs> Do you know, just so you've got something to talk about. Because I feel like I've led quite a sheltered life. Despite all your efforts, not yeah, to. Yeah, I know. All those windows. Good. You don't deserve to be victim yeah. of crime, even if you've left your door open. Okay. Yeah. No one does. Okay, no good. one does. And that is a crime, what you're sharing. I mean, it's good that it isn't happening too much, and it's you've found a way to not let it affect you, and it's kind of shitty and mm. insulting. His insult game is not great. Also, I don't but even know that it's a man. That's true. Just, yeah, just, we're, we've assigned it's, it. I mean, it's, it's some kind of jealousy, right? It's like an... Mm. Do you have any enemies that Rival are jealous of you? blogger. They're jealous that you're earning money. I mean, I've got about 47 ex-boyfriends. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, okay, the the email addresses they make up are normally women's names. So I don't right. know if that's like a double bluff. Yeah. Like, um... It feels quite a male. It feels there's a little tremor of like misogyny that, running they, through there. The way that they speak and the kind of right. comments, yeah, and the like comments on my <laughs> Listen to me, a man is Oh, talking. and they quite often say things like, "No wonder every man has always left you." <gasps> wow. Um, and I think, well, like I've always left every man. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have any of your facts right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just if you're gonna throw insults at me, just make them fact. Correct. <laughs> I think that's the best thing about just ignoring stuff like yeah. that. That's what I've always mm. sort of thought. I remember I tweeted something about gay marriage, um, obviously in support of gay marriage, <laughs> when the vote was sort of happening. And on the Isle of Wight, where I'm from, the guy was voting against it because he's a dickhead. And um, and I sort of tweeted about it. And then this guy sort of tweeted me back with all this sort of abuse about the fact that you know gay Ugh. marriage shouldn't happen, blah, blah, blah. But I was just like, do you know what? I'm just going to ignore it because if I engage, then it's just going to go on for ages. Exactly. He's obviously yeah, not energy out of your day and so I told my friend about it and I was like but I'm just going to ignore it and then I went back to Twitter like a couple of hours later and my friend had just gone in on this person (laughs) but as I suspected it was about 50 tweets and I just thought that's just that he's wasted the last two hours yeah Yeah. Yeah. that's so true though is I see so many bloggers who just seem to like get absorbed by right. these things mm-hmm. and you know or they make big a big thing of oh I had a somebody say this bad thing about yeah. me and obviously it's not nice for somebody to say a bad thing about you but when you give that person then all of that energy yeah, yeah. you're giving them power you're letting them win aren't you yeah and I you know this is why I've never talked about it you're getting an exclusive yeah right. <laughs> uh, I don't talk about it because I think I don't want them to oxygen of even acknowledging it yeah i love it like this because like we always ask oh what would you say to the perp now but i think this the perfect thing is what you're doing nothing Nothing. yeah yeah nothing to me ignore them yeah Yeah. amen dead to me (laughs) cheers now it's time for drunk women solving crime Everyone ready to solve some true crime? Come on. Yeah. Okay. The month is November. 
a person arrives in Spain and is arrested. With no more information than that, why do you think they might have been arrested? Stagnite. <laughs> Don't be so Are they for. just like <clears throat> a gun in each hand, just waiting for <laughs> <laughs> We don't like this. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, what accent was that? <laughs> that was like a Russian thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's because of Chernobyl. <laughs> but they don't even do Russian accents, so that's a bullshit excuse. <laughs> so I was going to say drug possession. Okay. Nice but why would he get arrested right away? Is he got do like we even a, know it's um, a, it's a, a zoo animal with him? <laughs> These are great guesses. Oh my god, I love you I so much. <laughs> I feel like it might well, be. Well, when you have eliminated the like impossible, I'm just gonna say, <laughs> hey, we've got a proper detective. Yeah, I'm taking this very seriously. <laughs> just saying. Um, I think it could be that he was on a wanted list. Ooh, because yeah, like that's when, when you they get... scan your passport. Yeah, and, yeah. It's when you get apprehended at the airport, right? Okay. Is he dragging a body bag behind him? <laughs> he was Portuguese mafia and he tried to cross the border. And they're like, nope. He had 47 children. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I'm loving I'm loving these guesses I'm going to give you a bit more information this person was arrested for illegally crossing the border mm. um, like I said um, I didn't really vaguely went a bit near that but didn't really say it um, like, I don't know which border so I they, uh, they walked um, over 7,500 feet uh, feet or like, no, they walked they walked <laughs> Katie's measurements. This is another signature. Katie. <laughs> <laughs> is it feet? Um, is it yards? No, wait. Miles? It's, I don't it, even. The, the, down. No, I'm not going to translate. I'm not going to translate kilometers you and miles or anything. A long way. Uh, walked seven thousand. Right, no. Um, right, hang on. <laughs> they, they they walked over a, a pass is in, the, in, the, in the in the Pyrenees. When I wake up, wait. How many? <laughs> how many miles? No, 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 no. A pass. Um, in the Pyrenees that was 7,500 feet high uh, they walked 50 miles in two days to get to the border of Spain to cross into Spain mm-hmm. uh, where they were immediately arrested for illegally mm-hmm. crossing that border Okay. Uh, question, what do you think this person's job could have been? Ooh, so where are the mountain climber? <laughs> <laughs> where are the Pyrenees? What's the, so the Pyrenees uh, the... so that's the border with France and Spain, yeah. yeah, I'm guessing. So that yeah, so, yeah, so it's France and Spain. Yeah, so we're coming from France into Spain. Yeah, through the Pyrenees. Through the Pyrenees. A what was ski job? instructor. Oh, nice. <laughs> no. Snow control. <laughs> or like the stunt double in a James Bond movie when it's the opening sequence, you know, and he like falls out of a helicopter, and, <laughs> and suddenly, before he even knows it, he's just cross you know? the border. It's the wrong border. It's actually, warmer. Yes. Wow, what? <laughs> oh, I knew I'd be good at this. Um, um, okay. trooper. This person's job is that they are a spy. <gasps> oh, oh, my God. James Bond, you're literally right. Well done. <laughs> good work, detective. Thank you. Detective <laughs> I'm, I'm like so asset. happy. You don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so what year do we think this could be? Oh, sp- Okay. Well, it's always earlier than you think. That's just a rule Okay, for yeah. That is a good rule. Is yeah. this one of the world wars? It is one of the world wars. Oh, is it the second I think it's the world second. War. It is... 1941. We are in 1942. Oh! I got it wrong, guys. Yep, you are correct. We are in the Second World War. It's November 1942. At this time, the Germans have suddenly seized all of France. They only had some of it, and now they've seized the rest of it. A spy is escaping the country of France uh, they've, and they, this spy signals to their um, special operations executive which is abbreviated to SOE this is just colour for you no I like yes. it SOE I wish it was SUE and it was so hello so I'm coming into Spain so are going to be there yeah thanks so lucky vibe I put my hand up to my face to make a phone by the way everyone listening because I realised it, it was very it effective added to it. Yeah, it was good okay so our spy whose journey we are following they signal to their operative Hope Cuthbert will not give trouble on the way and the special operations executive replies if Cuthbert troublesome eliminate him Ooh. Cuthbert's in trouble so quite 
Question, who or what is Cuthbert? I will be amazed if you guys get this. Oh, okay. Well, oh. I won't try then. <laughs> That's not the attitude. Yeah. That's always been my attitude. <laughs> this is hard. Unless I'm sure, I'm not going to try. Um, okay. Ooh. I get Cuthbert. 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 snow. Cuthbert snow, gives, good guess. I like yeah. it. Cuthbert Thinking outside the box. Outside the box, but yeah. incorrect, I'm afraid. Oh, okay. Is it uh, the... Get back in the box. <laughs> no, no, stay outside the box. Is, is it Hitler? Is it Hitler? No, it, it's He not. would get so mad if you called him Cuthbert. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's not the obvious. It's not like the police or border control or anything like yeah, that. that's right. So, what kind of animals live in the Pyrenees? <laughs> You're giving me a face like I'm taking this too seriously. <laughs> no, I just like that you brought it back to animals. Like, I'm sure there's an animal animal yeah. companion. And I definitely um, think that the um, that MI5 named all of them. Like, if you were skiing trees, I feel like I would ski into tell a tree. Tell us, Katie. Tell me, tell me. Is it another That's spy? It. Oh, yeah, it could um, be another spy. Ooh, Cuthbert Ooh, is the slightly whimsical name that this spy has given to their artificial foot. Ah! Whoa! I almost feel like Joe was near getting that. <laughs> like, yeah, it you was like the next thing you would have said. A couple more weeks. I mean, <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. It's either a tiger or a prosthetic foot. It's <laughs> one or the other. Always one or the other. God. It's so close. Wow. Okay. So it's time for this question. So if your foot gives you trouble, take it off. Well, we are going to circle back to that okay. momentarily. Question, is this by male or female? I mean, I want it to be female, but I feel like... I, I felt male all along. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you're giving your foot a male name, mm-hmm. does that make you more likely to be a man or a woman? That's a great question. Yeah, no, it's a really good question. If I had a question. prosthetic foot, I would totally name it Cuthbert. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would never give it a female yeah, name. Yeah, I think I might call mine something like Steve. Yeah. Um, call mine Footy. <laughs> I'm a writer, guys. Got a great vocabulary. <laughs> I'm going to go with man. I think it's a man. Yeah, I okay, think. Okay, you're all saying man? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a man. Okay, this spy is female. Whoa! Fun times. Female spy in the 1940s with a prosthetic foot called Cuthbert. This yeah. is fucking awesome, Daisy. <laughs> this is so good. Oh, yay. Okay, this is the story of the spy Virginia Hall, also known as the Limping Lady. Oh, God, well, that's a bit harsh. <laughs> It just feels like she wouldn't be called that now. It's a bit unoriginal. As well, <laughs> just, those, they just weren't woke in those days. <laughs> so the Germans called her the limping lady. The French nicknamed her La Dame Quibuit, which literally translates to lady who limps. So the, we're, we're, all, we're all in the, the same when ballpark. Such bullied. imagination. Yeah. Bullied in so many different languages. <laughs> really on the same page here. But she was known by many other aliases, including Mary Monin, Germaine, Diane, Mary of Lyon, Camille and Nicholas. Um, oh, one of what? my cats is called Camille. Ah, oh, she, she, she doesn't have a <laughs> Also, she's not a spy, but she is named after a fictional detective. So. Ooh, yeah. How do you know she's not a spy? Ooh. Well, she's that's a really a good very spy. good question because actually, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> she could be in the Pyrenees as we speak. <laughs> so the Germans put the limping lady on their most wanted list, and the Gestapo reportedly considered her the most dangerous of all the Allied spies. Wow. wow. I'd just like to reference that I did earlier say is she on our most wanted list <laughs> and Katie said uh, you know, I seem to have got it wrong but um, I don't actually remember you saying that yeah I remember that Wait, was it <laughs> was it just now or was it nearer no, the beginning it was just way earlier oh, right I, probably at the that. I think I was being, I sort of like meant it as a joke but now I'm like genuinely annoyed no, but like, <laughs> I, I, I am sometimes bad at listening so I apologise <laughs> a female workplace like I'm sorry did I not hear what you said <laughs> Did I? Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Did I barrel right over your ideas? Did I steal your idea? I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, uh, before we go much further, I want to ask you, firstly, because we've, we've come in at this dramatic point, do you think Virginia Hall, the limping lady, escapes from France? And secondly, do you think Cuthbert makes it? Well, she's been arrested already in Spain. She gets yes. arrested on the border. Yeah. Well, I mean, she sounds super cool. I feel like she is going to escape, but in some kind of, um, like, exciting movement where she sort of high kicks somebody and then yeah. her foot gets left embedded in yeah. somebody's neck. Or, you know, nice. like... Because it could be a weapon. She gets away, but she has to sacrifice Cuthbert. Oh, I like... This is a, this is a in good the process. drama. Um, Should I write it? 
Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Question. What nationality do we think this spy is? Oh, yeah, that's... that's Good Lord, I hope she's British. <laughs> <laughs> she is not British. Oh, fuck! What year is it again? 42. No, it's 42. Well, the Americans 42. aren't there yet. <laughs> we are taking our time. <laughs> so... Oh. So, and she's on the German Most Wanted yes. list. So not German. Not German. I'm going to just... Just rule that out right now. Could she be uh, uh, Taylor's first guess of <laughs> Russian? Could she be that? She, no, she's not Russian. She, maybe she is. Is she French? No. Too Something simple? like Swiss. Is she American? She is oh. American. Oh, she is American. Oh. Yeah. oh, she was the first one to arrive. She's like the Columbus <laughs> wow. of the Allies. What part of America do you think she was from? I don't Texas. know many parts of America. I just threw that out. She was born in Baltimore, Maryland. Oh so my God, I was going to say that. <laughs> just because there's a huge Annapolis training center that would really Oh, cool. interesting. But that okay. could be by the by. Oh, I thought know. you were just being sarcastic. No. <laughs> no. So, I don't do that. <laughs> I'm American. <laughs> so Virginia Hall was born in 1906. She was an American spy with the British Special Operations Executive during uh, uh, World War II. Uh, she attended Bernard College. Bernard uh, College. Uh, yeah. Yep, at Columbia yeah. University, where she studied yeah. French, Italian, and German. Good knowledge. I went, I went to Columbia. Knowledge. No big deal. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> She's your stable mate. Look at me now. Jeez. <laughs> uh, so. This is a lovely house. You should be very proud. <laughs> I don't own it, Joe. Let's move on. <laughs> it was in the right catchment from a good school. Let's keep going. Uh, so she wanted to finish her studies in Europe. And with help from her parents, she traveled to the continent and studied in France, Germany, and Austria, mm-hmm. finally landing an appointment. Anybody who went to Bernard had help from their parents. That's <laughs> <all I'm, laughs> not a lot of like. So she traveled to France, Germany, and Austria, finally landing an appointment as a consular service clerk at the American embassy in Warsaw in Poland in 1931. Wow. She had hoped to join the foreign service, but she suffered a setback around 1932. <gasps> she lost her when foot. she what? lost her foot. That was the, yeah. Oh. Oh, I thought oh, it was just being a woman. Are, yeah, no. <laughs> we are invested. Um, Goodbye, Fuzz. Hello, Cuthbert. Yeah, like literally I was going to go, what do you think the setback was? And you are correct. She mm. uh, she accidentally shot herself in the leg. While <laughs> wow! Her- she literally oh, shot oh herself in the foot. While... <laughs> and they let her be a spy. Wow. <laughs> They had slimmer pickings by then, but basically... Oh, uh, I love when things write themselves. So, yeah, she was hunting birds in Turkey and she accidentally shot herself in the this leg. woman's oh. life! I feel like if I accidentally shot myself in the foot, I wouldn't even put myself forward to be a spy. I'd, like, realise. <laughs> you know? I know. Well, but so good you can be her. like, I good can take her. a bullet, Yeah, and I keep, I keep going. I've, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get knocked down. Oh, it's Bernard. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, so the leg was later amputated from the knee down and replaced with a wooden appendage, which she named Cuthbert. Wow, wooden. Oh, knee down. Yeah. Not just a... F- oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go below the knee in my mind. Yeah, I just yeah. so you all know that would, <laughs> where okay. I stand. I'm picturing the same thing. So this injury foreclosed whatever chance she might have had for a diplomatic career, and she resigned from the Department of State in 1939. Okay, hang on. So she can't be a diplomat, but yeah. she can be a spy who's made to cross the border through the Pyrenees from France into Spain. Yeah. Well, right. okay, basically, that seems mad. all bets are off once there's a war. Right. So yeah, it's like... Oh, I see. Too, right? um, so yeah, so... She 
she so she resigned in 19 19- listen to me saying that like I even know a different skill set yeah. Joe <laughs> god Joe <laughs> you never even had your leg amputated below or above the knee <laughs> do you even know <laughs> Um, so, so yeah, she resigned in 1939. Thereafter, she attended graduate school at American University in Washington, D.C. But then what happened? The war broke out. Yes, it did. <clears throat> so World War II broke out. And the coming of war that year found Hall in Paris. She joined the ambulance service before the fall of France and ended up in Vichy-controlled territory when the fighting stopped in the summer of 1940. She then made her way to London and volunteered for Britain's newly formed special operations executives, the SO. Uh, which sent her back to Vichy in August 1941. Um, and she spent the next 15 months there helping to coordinate the activities of the French underground in Vichy and the occupied she's zone. She's so plucky. Does oh, she yeah. have Cuthbert by this point? Or is she yes. hopping the whole time? Okay. No, no, yeah, she's got the leg. She right. got the leg straight after the injury. Oh, okay. And did she whittle it herself? Because that's what I'm picturing. Because <laughs> she's so... She did have the She's skill just set. sassy, isn't she? Yeah. <laughs> she's, I mean, she's plucky enough to have done that, yeah. but yeah. I think she would have got a professional... Professional leg <laughs> Whittler yeah. Okay. <laughs> so she was in the occupied zone of France. Uh, so, question: What do you think her cover story was for this spy? Oh well, yeah. I'm lost. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, a woman. You just use anything. Can't you? I believe you. What? Like, oh, oh my God, bonjour. <laughs> so nice to meet you. Wait. So she has to be. She's playing German. Well, she speaks three languages. So she's going to have to fit in as a German woman, yes? Uh, well, a German woman, a French-occupied woman. She just has to be European, convincing, I guess, German. I'm not sure. Well, yeah, because yeah. she's got it. That's the side she's playing yeah. to, right? So Yeah, so that, I... that would make more sense to be the German I see her as a washerwoman. I don't know why I see a woman with a fake leg as a washerwoman. <laughs> it's just the picture that springs to mind. I see her just hobbling out into a courtyard, and she's got, like, a big basket of... Okay. It feels quite low key, doesn't it? You think she's higher status? No, no, but I think that's a good thing. I think oh, that maybe okay. she's she just like, oh, I'm just a washerwoman. Like, oh, look, with my like one leg, and so I'm here I am as a washerwoman. Okay. Nobody will take me seriously because I'm a woman and I'm also yeah. got one leg. Yeah, yeah, you could be like in the background going, yeah, carry on talking your private things. I'm yeah, just washing. Yeah, I can like I'm barely hear because I'm a woman. <laughs> yeah. So. Also, you can have a scene where there's like, she's put out the kind of the white um, sheets oh, and yeah. the beds and stuff and, and someone gets shot. like her silhouette oh, just yeah. behind them. Like, blood cinematic. Oh, that's so accurate. And then, and then also that. she can yeah. smuggle people out in the washing basket. Oh, oh my God. I hope she did this now. Did she do okay. I've not even thought this I'm through. I'm so but... sorry, but no, oh. she's not a oh. washer. <laughs> I like it, but no. Is she the queen? That's her cover story. I'm just going to both ends of the So she was using the cover of a correspondent for the New York Post. Oh. So she was playing an American yes. as she was American. That's really good because we're not great at accents. <laughs> so that's kind of as easy for her, isn't it? It's not much of a cover story. Yeah. yeah, it's like hiding in plain sight kind of thing. Yeah. So she was quite an integral linchpin as she was established out there. She introduced lots of new people that were getting dropped off by various uh, submarines to the other people that were already I in the network. Yes. And she had a few different missions. For one of them, she was put with this other spy dude. He was called Peter Churchill. He's not related to Winston, as far as I could tell. She was already there. So one of his first missions um, in France in January 1942. What's his foot called? Does Cuthbert have a relationship? He's got (laughs) it. Well, in the movie. He's got his own feet. Well, it doesn't matter. Okay. (laughs) I'm not saying that I want there to be a world war, but I'm definitely not saying that. I kind of feel like. It might just be what I need for the midlife crisis. You know, just like to bring... <laughs> Have a bit more meaning and yeah, perspective. Like, I don't know if you've been watching the news, but you might, be, you might be in luck. Because this sounds amazing. Like, I'm sure it was horrific at the time, but... You know, it could give you a sense of purpose, wouldn't it? It would give you a sense of purpose. we lack nowadays. And also, you probably wouldn't be, like, as worried about your own midlife crisis because you'd be like, oh, my God, all our children are going to die and be forced to become Nazis. It's Instagram story. You'd just be like, is my leg going to stay on while I cross the border? Also, I'm thinking about, just I'm still on the two um, wooden legs fucking, and I'm just thinking that (laughs) they would just make fire, wouldn't they? (laughs) (laughs) Well... That's always I'm the under like that. <laughs> <laughs> I know that everyone 
everyone's like existential issues and then Hannah's like but what if it caused a fire mm. uh, very cartoonish I'm right. thinking about that heavily now <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, okay. on fire. <laughs> um, Peter Churchill's first mission in France of January 1942 was to deliver 300,000 francs to the Spruce Network in Lyon Sounds mm. fabulous. <laughs> oh, spruce network. It wasn't to help people get spruced up. It oh. was uh, the name of the uh, network of the circuit uh, set up by the SOE for relaying information and stuff. Um, and he was Hall was the connection that introduced Churchill to the other dude who was in charge of that network. Um, so, question: Was that particular mission a success? No. Ooh. I feel like, yes, I feel like she's probably had some good missions. I don't feel like this is the mission before she goes to the Pyrenees, so I feel like she's probably got a couple of good ones under her belt. Got that one under her belt? Mm. They probably wouldn't, she probably wouldn't have risen to such status, would she, if unless all of her missions had been successful? Yeah. Okay, um, Hannah and Joe, you are correct. Yeah, yes. Taylor, she did have a successful. That was very It's okay. <laughs> no, but also I mean, it's girl power, not the, really. There's, but. but there's going to be lots of back and forth. It's like guerrilla. It's basically guerrilla warfare. Some of the stuff they're doing, so it's hard to call anything an out and out victory. But yes, that one was officially considered a success. And once his um, drop off mission was complete, Hall helped him get back home to England via Spain. So question, how did she help him get home? Well, we've eliminated in the laundry basket. (laughs) (laughs) Did she say he was a colleague? Yeah, something to do with Um, the newspaper, like he was on a, uh, a work trip. Yeah, some kind. Very close. Um, couples aroused less suspicion. Oh, so um, they pretended so she to be. She him at the airport. <laughs> no, that's yeah. what you have to do at an airport to show you're in a couple. <laughs> I mean, that's what I've always been told. Is that, is uh, guys, that true? Uh, you're looking, but... if you want a green card, <laughs> I say um, I've not been a victim of crime. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so she accompanied by him by train to uh, Pap- This is Papignon. like from Russia with love, isn't it? It is actually a bit, yes. Yeah. And then he crossed the Pyrenees on foot and she returned to Lyon. It'd be great if she was really keen, even if he wasn't. And she's like, well, we have to sleep together because... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're looking like kids. Look, I'm, I'm a better spy. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. I know what I'm doing. It would just add gravitas. Um, <laughs> yeah. Go down on me again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, then trouble. Things. So that was a success. Then things take a turn from the worst. Question: What is the trouble? We've actually kind of talked about it a bit. Oh, in November nineteen forty-two. Oh, is it when she? Well, she she's. She has to get over the border, doesn't she? she yes. Oh, because so, okay. the Germans the, move into the, France. Yes, right. the Germans suddenly seize all of the rest of France right, right. in November That's the 1942. Bit in the, um, you know, in the uh, <laughs> intro to Dad's Army, that, <laughs> that, that comes about. Like, With the big arrows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you think he's on the run, that's when they get that's to the, France. Yeah, I right. watched a lot of it. That's an excellent education um, about the war. Um, <laughs> I'm up to speed now. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know. We all saw the arrow on the, the catchy tune of yeah. Dad's Army. So why does she want to get from was. Spain into France? So she has to or leave... She from France into France um, Spain. She, she France had to Spain. leave France immediately because a lo- okay, basically once sense. the Germans did this, so she's lots of arrests safety. were made. Um, they really closed in on... They were just arresting Got, everybody, yeah. killing everybody because yeah. um, they... No good just being an American. American yeah. journalist then. Like, yeah, yeah she was going to be Guys. in a lot of trouble. <laughs> um, <a> good writer. <laughs> so. I have insight. <laughs> um, as we know, she got out I'll of. See, you're really handsome, <laughs> even if you're not. <laughs> Wait, are the Nazis bad? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Taylor. <laughs> Uh, yeah, fine. They're just idealists. So, as we know, she got out of France successfully. She got the train from Lyon. We don't know that. She, oh, no, she got, got out arrested of, at the border. Yeah, but she left France successfully and then gets arrested in Spain. Are you picturing her literally on, like, a I'm, I'm picturing her on, like, a line. Yeah, exactly. She's on the line. Nope. Is that not what's happening? <laughs> that's how I picture borders, like... Yeah. So, like, and it's like, like a chalk yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. and that's a um, sign of privilege. Like a hut. Yeah. That that's how I picture yeah. borders. Yeah, not a hut. I, do you know what? 
I don't know what this particular border looks like, but she walked over the 7,500 foot pass in the Pyrenees to Spain. She covered 50 miles over two days in considerable discomfort with a wooden foot. Wow. What my favourite thing about this is, and this is, I said we'd come back to this, right? She's basically, she's really funny and cracking wise about her leg Cuthbert. She's like quite whimsical. So when she says to that um, other operative, you know, hope Cuthbert doesn't give me too much trouble. He didn't realise that she was making a joke. So when he replied, if Cuthbert Troublesome, eliminate him, he didn't understand her joke. (laughs) (laughs) So he literally meant, like, use him as firewood? Yeah, or, like, he thought that she was with someone called Cuthbert, or, like... Oh, my God, it was, like, eliminate him. Yeah, he just, like, didn't get it. So it just... Oh, it's like every comedian on Twitter today. It's literally Twitter. (laughs) That actually doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Can I explain her joke? Um, But I just really, like... That's awesome. I just love that she's... What a character. yeah, Dire Straits, what a character. Crack and wise, yeah. and no one gets it. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, oh, God, really? <laughs> God, I'm saving your life. Um, so, uh, relatable. Anyway, so she arrives in Spain, um, and as we know, the Spanish aren't thrilled to see her. They arrest her. Um, on the chalk line. On the chalk line. <laughs> in the hut. Uh, <laughs> for illegally crossing the border. So, question. So, obviously, this is where we came into the story. Right. Um, does she escape from <laughs> I'm sorry, Spain? I keep picturing her rolling, okay, like I'm, barrel rolling down the mountain too, like, whoa! I am totally coming back now to my, like... Okay, okay. Um, James Bond. Oh. Matrix oh. style. Like, uh, she runs up a wall, Cuthbert, like, high, yeah. with a high yeah. kick. Somebody, like a Spanish, somebody gets it in the neck. Cuthbert okay. falls off. Um a Spanish guard grabs Cuthbert, but she manages to escape, yeah. possibly hopping. <laughs> or, I don't know. Like, I think she can just car. talk her way out of this. Um, okay. God, you're not that getting the I know, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the how like, many James film, Bond films have you not watched? <laughs> um, that's more my, than I've seen. <laughs> that's, my, that's my imagining of it. Okay, that's a beautiful yeah. sequence. I mean, it's. It's a beautiful it's, sequence. That is Oscar winning. Yours yeah. is better, but Taylor is more correct. <laughs> uh, basically, I want you to be right. I want to make that clear. Damn it, this is the story Joe. of my life. Again, female workplace. <laughs> I want you to be I right. I want you to be more right than me. I want to be wrong. <laughs> uh, but it is a push door. You're just going to have to push. <laughs> you know what? You take my raise. I want you to have it. Okay, I'm going to have your idea. Um, <laughs> Okay, so basically what happens is the US Embassy eventually secured her release. So the US gets involved. Embassy. Um, Classic old US Embassy. Yeah. They've got clout. Question. (laughs) Did she retire? (laughs) Or did she do a bit more spying? Oh, come on. She's not going to retire after that. She's not going to hang up her spying hat. She is going to be like polishing Cuthbert up with a bit of Danish oil yeah. she's going to be right back she's, yeah. got, she's got eight Cuthberts ready in the wings um, yeah, oh my god correct. she's got like a fake wall and then when she presses buttons all these Cuthberts <laughs> just in case you are correct detective um, so she did a bit more spying she after working for the SOE in Madrid she returned to London in July 1943 where she was quietly made an honorary member of the Order of the British Empire she got an Ooh, MBA oh girl yeah <laughs> Uh, right, question. Did she retire then or did she do a bit more spying? Of course she did some more spying. She's, she's going to keep going until... She's fucking in this room right now. She's over <laughs> yeah. there. Oh my God. She's been spying the whole no time. no reason to yeah. spy. Like, she'll yeah. be like, so she's I'm from... She's not uh, stopping. Like, <laughs> she's not stopping. Okay. Paul, the war is over. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, did she start the Cold War? <laughs> Um, I'm bored. So, <laughs> she uh, joined the U.S. Office of Strategic Services, the OSS uh, Special Operations Branch, in March 1944, and she asked to return to occupied France. Of course she did. Uh, she, Is she making anybody else feel like such an underachiever? Like, I'm just like, <laughs> fuck, I've done If I nothing. didn't already feel like I was pissing on my ass. <laughs> now I do. This is, you know what? You came into this with a midlife crisis, now I've entered mine. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> Absolutely fine. Um, I can't even ski. 
Um, no one can. It's a lie. <laughs> so she didn't even need any uh, training in clandestine work behind enemy lines. And the OSS promptly granted her request. And they landed her uh, from a British MTB in Brittany. Question, why couldn't she be parachuted in? Because of Cuthbert. Correct. Ah, interesting, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I she... passed out midair once, you know. Really? Oh. Yeah. Doing a skydive. Oh, you passed oh, out. Yeah. Before or after you pulled your parachute? <gasps> uh, well, fortunately, it <laughs> I was hope you're in tandem. Otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I might my not God. be here. Right How now. are you telling the story? Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Wow. I know. Does it happen a lot? Were you scared before no, you I, did it? You... No, I wasn't scared at all, but I get really bad motion sickness. <laughs> and I hadn't really factored that into the whole wow. skydiving thing. <laughs> and so I, I was like, I went up in the plane, I was fine, jumped out, did the free fall, they pulled the parachute, it was all fine. Wow. And then they did like this twirling around thing, and they're like, oh, we're going to spin you in some circles. And I was oh, like, oh, God. God. Oh, fuck that. Wow. And then I started to feel really sick. And I think my body just thought, well, you're either going to be sick in the air and it's going to fly into this guy's face (laughs) or you just have to black out. Wow. So I just passed wow. out in mid So do you remember landing? Did no. you come to... Wow. When, I woke, when I came to, I was on the ground. Wow. Oh, Covered wow. in sick. <laughs> <laughs> so it must have been difficult because he'd said, when God. we come to land, you've got to lift your legs oh, up so that oh I can God. land us properly. And I must have just been hanging there like a dead weight. Wow. Just all, everything Scary. just flopping about. So. I want to know how long it took him to realize, like, hey, Jill... Yeah, that's, wow. that's, that's my fun passing out in midair story. You wow. could totally be a spy. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just totally drop into any country. <laughs> unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> they never suspect the unconscious one. <laughs> right. So, with a forged French identification certificate for Marcel Montagne, codenamed Diane, she eluded the Gestapo and contacted the French resistance in central France. She mapped uh, drop zones for supplies and commandos from England Whoa. and found safe houses and linked up with the Jedbra team um, after the Allied forces landed at Normandy. Whoa, what a girl! Yeah, isn't she? It's cool. She helped train three battalions of resistance forces to wage a guerrilla warfare against the Germans and she kept up a stream of valuable reporting until the Allied troops overtook her small band in September. Wow. Uh, so, question. After the war, did she retire or go back to spying? Fuck, she didn't retire? Of course she went back to spying. So, she carried on working, but not so much in the field. So, in 1950, Hall married former OSS agent Paul Goliot. Um, so in 1951, she so she joined. The, she married this guy in 1951. She joins the Central Intelligence Agency, working as an intelligence analyst on French parliamentary affairs. She walked. She worked alongside her husband as part of the Special Activities Division. Uh, Hall retired in 1966 to a farm in Barnesville, Maryland. Oh. Uh, she got loads of awards and shit. And she died in some awards and shit. It's how she'd want to be remembered. That's how I want to be remembered. Lots of awards and shit. I'm trying to be quick. She died (laughs) on the 8th of July, 1982, age 76. Oh my God, we were alive at the same time. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Guys, I wasn't. I'm very young. (laughs) I wasn't either. No offense. (laughs) You were alive in 1982. I was oh, two. Oh, 82, yeah, totally. I was like, <laughs> actually, I was school back then. <laughs> <laughs> I had a baby by then. <laughs> there are a few books about her, including a new one by Sonia Pannell called A Woman of No Importance, oh. The Untold Story of the American Spy Who Helped Win World War II, which, let's face it, is a long title, but it sounds like it's going to be an amazing book. Oh, and also it's going to be a film later this year, so look out for that. Wow. Uh, let's yes. raise a glass to Virginia Hall. Yeah. Virginia Hall. Lady with the I have a list of crime from the last live show and it says I was robbed by a masked burglar who left big pink footprints through the house. What? So, I mean... Old pink foot. She's (laughs) robbed by Mr. Blobby. I don't know. (laughs) Like... I mean, pink, that narrows it pink. down. Like, wow. was someone okay. painting? Because you could follow the footprints and catch them. Yeah, so someone working on a building site for a new bar yeah. that is, has a pink... Colour scheme. Theme. 
I mean, that's yeah, that's a niche. Yeah, I mean, like basically, we have to solve this for this person. There okay. are a mix of shoe that but, have pink soles. I didn't know that they'd transfer the color that much. No, but I wonder if if you reported that the police wouldn't even have the resources to start to look into that. Yeah, they wouldn't. We're gonna find every pink soled person. But also, in theory, they could be like, right, it's this. It's like a Nike shoe or a yeah, size nine. Or like, I think we need more information. Is this pink, yeah. like pink? like a massive pink paint footprint or yeah. is it like a trace mm. of pink yeah right it's unclear a part of the shoe do you know my detective uh thing i mean it's tingling my detective oh, sense okay. and oh. what we've got here is we've got the dear drunk women the yeah. the thing and this person has written it in a pink in pen pink. Oh. Oh. now we only gave them black ink <gasps> oh i see oh. so it's fraud is that what you're saying yeah that is okay. very astute. You are oh. so busted. <laughs> oh. Crime she wrote writer. it with her own shoe. <laughs> yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, I don't know. Very good the, penmanship, considering. Yeah, yeah. There's someone like, it's lovely it's handwriting. Yeah. But there is those people. You know those people that are obsessed with one colour? Mm. There's only a few people yeah. like that, yeah. but there's a, yeah. there is somebody uh, on the Isle of Wight who is obsessed with pink to the point yeah. where they have a pink house and they park outside oh, their wow. pink car wow. and they have rosé shirt. No, I'm kidding. So but it's, sort of like <laughs> a, it's like a Munchausen's burglary, but it's well, not called I, that anymore, is it? I, I feel like it's a bit of a kind of maybe they weren't pink and maybe. Maybe she just saw pink. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, it's like seeing red but not being that mad. <laughs> <laughs> just mildly annoyed. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm seeing pink right now. Yeah. It's, a, it's my cross voice, but it's my indoor cross voice. Yeah, you don't want to hear my outdoor cross voice. This <laughs> is yeah, my, my primary front of other teacher voice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm really annoyed with you. I don't. Hmm. I can't solve this one, but I feel like follow the footprints. I know it's too late now. I think I've solved it. (laughs) I'm comfortable just with you did it. (laughs) Blame the victim. And we've come full circle. And before we go, we have just time. Joe, what are you up to? Is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, Well, I plug my midlife crisis, obviously, which I'm (laughs) in the midst of, uh, which you can read all about on my blog. SlummySingleMummy.com. Also, if you want a slightly elongated, fictionalised and I do version of my life, <laughs> and who wouldn't? Quite frankly, <laughs> uh, then you can buy my book, Playroots and Prosecco, Ooh. which was out now. Awesome! Fantastic! Just that is it. such a good title. That is a great drunk women Just title. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, love it. Yeah. Just drink a load of Prosecco. Who cares if you go to playgroup or not? That's yes. the upshot. <laughs> that that's, that's certainly how I get through it. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much, Joe. Thank you for having me. Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman. Music by The Lion and the Wolf. If you would like to, you can follow us on Drunk Women Pod on Twitter. On Facebook and Insta, we are Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And also, if you have a crime that you would like us to solve, write it on a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Thank you to ACAS and thank you for listening. Bye! You've heard the podcast, now buy the merch. There's a full range of certified organic cotton t-shirts, jumpers and hoodies all on the website. Just go to drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.